0: You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has closed its doors for another day, so it's time for the five o'clock shadow. And as always on a Wednesday, it's Scalp Lowe, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town. I get a sense, you know, it's, it's not the winds of change yet, Scalp, but, you know, mm. the RAND's gone from 1980 to, at one stage today, below 19 against the US dollar, and you've got some stocks. It's almost as though people are saying, yeah, too cheap, Tungela, Spa stocks like that, two different divisions completely, uh, different sectors, and up they go. Are you getting a sort of optimistic feeling as you go into winter?
1: hmm yeah. No, I, I, what was it over the weekend? I actually um I, I tweeted, I sent a tweet out there It was was aimed at, at something totally different, but I said, very similar to what you said. I, you know, I, I'm not sure. I'm looking looking down this, what I hope it's a tunnel, and and I'm seeing this light, and I'm just I'm not sure if it's actually the actual tide that's turned, or is this <laughs> is this a train? Coming to really smack us. But you remember on the floor, we had that that saying called the a dead cat bounce.
0: Yes, I do. I remember that. <laughs> and, yeah. And the, just, a, just to a, let a, people know, I, I think when I was in London, they used to say you can drop a, a cat off the Empire State Building. And just because it's bounced doesn't mean to say it's not dead. That's what they used to tell me. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's it's actually you know really dead. But uh, I mean, I, I really, I mean, I don't want to call this a dead cat bounce. I mean, you know, naturally, you know, we we had ISCOM's results, uh, you know, that was 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 released. Yeah. And. <laughs> you know, after after the movement and the rand and those kind of things, I mean I I'm looking at this and I'm I'm asking myself 21.2 billion rand loss, reported loss. Oh man, just just I mean, you just mentioned you know the the, the name Spa, just just to put that in context to, to, to the listeners out there, you know, 21. 0.2 billion rand, just a loss. That's just you know profits, you know minus expenses. That's you know, that's just a loss. I mean the size of, of pick and pay, the total pick and pay size. And I know they've been under pressure. Yeah, 17 billion rand, the total size of spa. You just mentioned it. I mean, the market cap of Spot, you know, 17.5 billion rand. This game, we, we all know, love and know, is not a, a piddle-widdle little company, uh, 19.8 billion rand. Truers, 20 billion rand. That's that's names we all know. Companies we, we love and company we admire. I mean, the loss for this reporting period from Eskom was bigger than these you know four companies which i just mentioned so that's that that that's the bad news um i, I do think you know when we look at the rand today uh, we we know that the rand, you know we're overdone and and we can we can argue the fact about the lady r we we can argue our relationship with russia upcoming bricks um, your, your uh, uh, meeting in august um the likelihood of Putin coming, which I don't think he'll do, um, coming to South Africa. I mean, we can argue all those things. The one thing we, we, we need to argue then as well is, is have we seen a, a overreaction in, in the RAND? Definitely. Uh, when I look at the – definitely. JSE companies. I mean, we're not talking about only the S A N company. We're talking about the JSE all share. Uh, which currently I would, you know, say very close to seventy percent of these earnings deep in the sixties percent of the earnings of the JSE all share earnings, is is uh, actually earned abroad. It's of not course. earned in you know, out of Rhodes. That's it. So the JSE all share in dollar terms last month declined by over eleven percent. You know, I, I yeah I know. I know that the, the 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 world were a little bit under pressure. It was May, but I mean, one point three percent for the MSCI All Country World and one point six eight percent for the MSCI Emerging Market um, Index. JSE dropped eleven percent in dollar terms in May. One month. That's mm-hmm. it. Gone. Overreaction? Yes, I do think so. And you've mentioned it. I mean, suddenly, and I've, we've had this conversation last Wednesday. Suddenly, a lot of buying opportunities you know open up. And and I think this is what we're seeing. We're currently seeing some bargain hunting and, and I'm applauding it. I'm applauding it for sure. Okay,
0: but you can have some bargain hunting or some short covering, which, whichever way you look at it. But I'm seeing a headline here on one particular website. It says South African ran firms below 19 to the US dollar, As power cuts ease now I spoke to a previous commentator and he said things are pretty good Lindsay in Johannesburg I said okay why is that He said we haven't had any daytime load shedding or power cuts and I said that's fantastic how long has that been going on he said since Monday and I'm just looking at my calendar and it's Monday (laughs) Tuesday two and a half days but it's a step in the right direction
1: you're saying you're saying two and a half days and sound disappointed i'm hearing two and a half days without load shedding oh, during massive. the day
0: during no, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, during the no, working no, no, that, day during the industrial working day to. the factory day but but Ooh. yeah that is a step in the right direction i don't know why is the weather mild have they got new stocks of diesel or uh, have, have the coal deliveries come in i i don't know but after those escom numbers that you spoke about tens of billions yeah that was scary. Maybe that was the low. Skalk. Maybe this is the low. What do you think?
1: Mm, yeah, I, you know, this, 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 there's a sweet and sour, in this one as well. Because I do think um we're approaching the low. I mean, we've we've seen it with many, you know, occurrences. Day zero, you know, uh, with the water, where we're, you know there was a backlog in, in in water tanks being ordered and and, and then you know, that was sort of the low point or, or let's call it the, the the high point for orders um you know I do think that know, we've had this conversation. I know we've had sometimes had an argument, you and I, you know, where we well, said We've been well, close to
0: arguing. Uh, I mean, you're not easy to argue yeah. against because you're too nice a fellow. I'd love you to be a bit nastier <laughs> so I could really have a go at you. But yes, I know what you mean. We and had a difference. Of, yeah, we had a uh, differing views. Let's put it that way.
1: We, we do see I mean and I do follow and I've had a, a, a graph which I, which I actually released on on Sunday, I think, where I look um, because stats SA provide very you know solid monthly data on um, the electricity available for distribution and, and they measure that in megawatt megawatt per hour. Um, but Escom also on a weekly basis, they provide um, the, the demand. Demand for 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 um, uh, for electricity in South Africa also in a megawatt per hour, and and what I'm looking there is is two things. Uh, you you can clearly see the disconnect. You know how you know the shortfall we've had. I mean, on a monthly basis, we were anything between two and three thousand for the past few months, two and three thousand uh, megawatt hours uh, per month short. You know of the of the of the, the availability. I'm going to monitor this, but. I've been saying this for many, 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 many weeks. Just look outside. And I know this is not the norm. I mean, you've got different areas within South Africa and not everybody's got the finance look um, at, at uh, you know, solar and you know, alternative methods of energy. I went to a client today. Mm. um and uh, this client is a, is a is a very you know, well known farmer um very you know, very you know, intelligent farmer they 've been been doing very very well for the past few years what are they farm and, and as a ah different 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 things well mostly they then vineyards yes um different well mostly mostly vineyards but what i 've actually you know, seen is um as I drove into the farm today, because we we had lunch there, and it was just uh, it's, it's a friend as one.
0: Well. Yeah.
1: As I drove, and it was just everywhere you looked, were were these solar panels, and and they've got eight farms in total, tell now. And um, I asked them, you know, so what's the situation? And they said, oh, no, it cost them, you know, the amount of millions it cost them. To, to actually you know set up this the solar and the inverters and those kind of things were worth. So the capital outlay
0: was substantial, but I mean I suppose they did their numbers and said over exactly. the next five to ten years, it should Eskom continue on its its current path, and even mm-hmm. if it doesn't, then still
1: we will uh, reduce our cost of electricity consumption. Exactly. So, so the, the 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 crux is off the farms, or let's call it four out of the eight farms is you know off the grid, mm. so to speak. Yes. Um. And why is that important? They said you know the area that they find them in, they they it's not enough rainfall during the year, so they need to you know artificially get, make sure that that they get there 's water, <laughs> and you know they usually had pumps to do that, and you know without without these these the, the water this pumps um, pumping the water through they don 't get the water and, and that that was was now that they 're not dependent anymore on escom and eventually that will see them not not just uh, you know survive but i would think flourish that's the sweet there's a sour and i've actually told them i said you know the the, the worry is when I mean, we looked at escom's um, uh, finances today in terms of the losses they've made um, we also know you know that the debt and, and governments earlier this year that said well they we're going to take take uh, on a lot of these debt over the next three years we're going to take it as government you know what i'm hearing as an investor i 'm hearing saying well who 's going to pay for that debt <laughs> who, who's going to pay for that um, ultimately, who 's going to repay the EScom debt if the demand will will, will diminish you know for, for demand in not for electricity but demand for escom 's electricity um, this is not a not, not a bad thing. I just think you know, that the powers of being should really go back to the drawing board because there's still, I would think, an opportunity to get external investors to buy into Eskom, to revamp it and make sure it makes money that it don't cost the the, 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 the taxpayer, but ultimately also make sure that, it, that the, the economy... What work.
0: a lovely idea. What a utopian world you live in, uh, uh, Sculpt <laughs> What a lovely thing you've just said. Some, <laughs> let's get, here's an idea. Uh, Sculpt has said that foreign direct investment must come into Eskom in terms of uh, you know, someone coming in and, and putting money in there and revamp it. You have to have, you have to the management well. there. You've don't got to be... have the management there. Mm. You have to no, have no, the management. Think. You have to completely kick out, and I'm not being nasty now, you have to kick out the current management, the South African management, put in mm. some overseas people, and I'm not being anti-South African here at all. I'm being... Mm. I'm being pragmatic about the lack of skills. Get in a whole new board. It's like an English football team with a a useless English uh, manager that should be a pub landlord, not a manager, and you get a foreigner in. Do the same with Eskom, Mm. and then put the money in, and then I tell you what, this thing would fly. And if you bought any Eskom Mm. bonds, like the old Eskom E168 in the 1980s, 1990s, you will make a fortune but i do see what mm-hmm. you're saying but you have to have management in place and you have to have people sorting out the supply chain from the coal mine to eskom and everything in between mm-hmm. and no more corruption no more thieving
1: oh that but before we went on air, we we we, we spoke about Peter Pan. <laughs> I think we now just describe Never Neverland. Hate using the word Never Neverland, but that's it. I think uh, I think we that that you've you've just um, summed it up. You know, one hundred percent. We need to we need to fix, uh, yeah, fix the. It can but be back fixed. To, back to today. Mm. Back to today. I think you know we've 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 had you um, know. I, 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 you know, sharp recovery in the rent. That's a that's a big plus. We've a sharp recovery yep. in 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 some of the equity stocks. I mean, our market is looking you know a lot better. And just looking at what happened in May, like I said, eleven percent in 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 USD terms. Um, I mean, I also run um what what I call a country ETF. A uh, little competition, but it's not a competition. It's just it's a ranking on a year-to-date basis. Yeah. And I use actual ETFs, uh, country ETFs. And oh, man, I was down in the dumps two weeks ago when i actually just after the the old uh, lady our debacle yes. we dropped down to to the um second last position only only turkey you know beating us with the wooden spoon i um, mean but <laughs> but i mean second worst performing country etf you know in the world that is not and you know, as a as a really competitive you a know, type of uh you know south african i don't like to see that i think last last week we actually you know improved one position but still find ourselves in third last position looking at it and i don't want to call one swallow a summer but uh, we're sitting uh, at happy hump day just by the way lindsay uh, we're sitting at hump day we're going over the hump, and hopefully, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll, we'll improve a few more positions uh, by the end of this week.
0: I hope so, yeah. Turkey's obviously a basket case, so we shouldn't be too proud of the fact that we're <laughs> one above one above Turkey. Let's have a look at a couple of the stocks on the JSC today, and um, you know, maybe bargain hunting is a fact here, but Tungela... A coal company that has been featured in a couple of documentaries I've seen uh, recently about the theft and of coal and the corruption involved in supplying coal to Eskom done very well indeed
1: today, which is great news. And also, Spar. What happened with Spar? Uh, just I mean, it's been been under pressure. I Man, you you see, saw last week um, they brought out that trading statement. I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, either Thursday or Friday, and they just shocked absolutely shocked um uh, I was basically shocked all the investors um basically they're struggling with the the sap implementation um it seems like both revenue and HEPs are going to going to have a serious miss um so yeah it was a was just not good and that same day it dropped it was friday yes it was friday it dropped something at 16 or 17% monday was down an, uh, another you know 5% and yesterday another 5% so if you're talking about dead cat bounces, <laughs> this might just be it. Um, yes. and, uh, yeah, I, th- I would, I would th- say that that's most probably, probably the reason.
0: Okay. Well, generally, though, you're seeing a little bit of bargain hunting here. And is it bargain hunting or is it people saying that's enough now and we're building long-term positions? What would you say it is, short, medium, or long-term
1: Lindsay, I looked at I looked at the the earnings growth. I look at uh, you know some of these companies, specifically the, these what they call you know SA in companies. And uh, although they've they've taken a lot of flack, um in, and I know oh I can't wait. I mean tomorrow you're going to have the the interview with. with John Bickard and, uh, and I, I need David to David Shapiro, yes, exactly. Yeah. And David Shapiro. So for all the listeners that's listening to me today, set your alarm for to- tomorrow evening. I know you're going to have it uh, tomorrow afternoon, but uh, tomorrow evening you will need to tune in uh, to uh, to Strictly Business because uh, that's that's an interview which I'm going to listen to specifically. I love David Shapiro. We we, we do uh, share the mic every now and then, but but uh, Bickard or Bicky. I mean, he's, he's been um, quite vocal lately, stating, saying that for the first time in many, he wasn't a, And if I, can, if I can sort of paraphrase the article that was written a few weeks ago, yes. he didn't drink you know, some of those Ramaphoria Kool-Aid a few years ago. No, he didn't. Suddenly, in fact, he
0: shunned the Ramaphoria and, and he stay, steered oh. clear of the, of the rally. And now we've got Ramaphobia if that's a word, he's starting to say yes. Let's have a look at it, and that was the basis of his business day article. And of course, David Shapiro might—I mean, I'm not preempting what he's going to say because that's his business—but he might go against that particular theory of Bicard. So it's going to be fun. Two giants of the of of, of
1: the market, for sure. But but back to but I my point. I mean, mm-hmm. I looked at these earnings, and despite this horrible. You know, let's call it seven, eight years. South Africa, you know, been been pestered by by higher unemployment, lower economic growth, load shedding. Then we had COVID. um we, we just but just this is, you know bad news upon bad news. You know, a lot of these these uh, let's call it SA Inc type of companies has has produced fairly solid returns. Yeah. I mean. No, they didn't shoot out the lights. But, I mean, look at the ROEs, you know, on, on some of our local banks. I mean, ROEs are back to what we've seen in 2000. And I'm not talking about on average. When you look at our big five banks, local bank, your standard bank, your net bank, uh, first rents, you look at those companies, ROEs, and, and for the listeners who don't know what I'm talking about, it's the return on equity. The return on equities of these banks are very close to being back to to 2013 levels, um, a lot higher Despite all these challenges, um, and I think that's why we've seen a massive jump. I mean, you're talking about spa. I mean, spa. Yes, spa was was under pressure um, uh, lately after the trading update. Yes. But Don't 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 forget. I mean, over the same same kind of time, spa had a, had a wonderful recovery, or let's call it a, a, a maybe a dead cat bounce type of recovery. Um, we've also had Shoprite. Today improved, you know, Spar did 4.8% and, and, and ShopRite did 5% after improving uh, over the last few days. This is telling me there's quite a few bargain hunters coming through to buy these SA-Ink SA type of companies. I
0: think so. And if you have a look at I'll give you the, um, the my, my top five and bottom five on the JSC today in a moment. But one thing I want to say is from a a sort of socioeconomic point of view, did you see Oceana's results? Probably too small a company for PSG Wealth, but I did see that Lucky Star Pilchards, I like Pilchards, don't get me wrong. I like a tin of Pilchards. I don't like them in the tomato sauce. I like them in the the brine and I, I love it. Mashed on a piece of toast with some horseradish sauce. I like that. 20% 20% up in sales for Lucky Star Pilchers. The reason I'm saying that is because it's a protein and it's the cheapest protein in South Africa. So it says something about the state of the consumer at the lower end of the market, skulk.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I actually looked at that because uh, also spoke to another, another client of mine who in this case is a, as a, as a cattle farmer mm. and uh, over the weekend. And, um, I I asked him, you know, I asked business, you know, we're usually talking about the weather, you know, with farmers and and he said, Scott, no, shocking. I mean I was sort of expecting, you know, prices to be increasing, seriously increasing, looking at inflation, you know, they need to feed and, and we should we should see a, a sharp, you know, increase in, in, in meat prices, you know, red meat prices. Um he says no. They're actually are uh, under serious pressure because you know, with with this load shedding, um, consumers are buying less fresh food with the the, the worry that the the, the 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 food will spoil. Yeah. Um, and I said, you serious? And we're like, yes. Um, we've seen a, not just a one or two, a sharp decline. And when Oceana's um, increased in, in canned fish or, or your, the, the pilchers, lucky star, uh, it sort of made sense because – the consumers suddenly will prefer, you know, going to the the can department, while buying their canned proteins there, because it doesn't matter. I mean, fridge freezer, that might go off for the next few days. At least you won't uh, you won't lose lose And the, it's cheaper, Skalk. It's
0: cheaper to buy a tin of pilchers than a a, a, a a cut of meat. Doesn't matter what cut it is. It could be skirt. It could be fillet. Mm. It, whatever it is, it's much much cheaper. Okay. Now we've got the food aspect of this uh, conversation out the way. Because I know you like a steak on your barbecue. Bar- Bryce, sorry. <laughs> Let's have a look at the, the markets. Uh, the Rand is... It's okay. It's uh, The US dollar is about 0.9% weaker against the Rand. And we're currently uh, prevailing at 19.09. British pound against the Rand is 23.79. Euro Rand, 20.44. So the Rand's doing well today across the board. Euro dollar uh, 107.10, which is a 0.2% f- uh, gain for the euro. Uh, so the uh, rand strength that I talked about earlier on is independent rand strength. Yeah, your gold price is 1955, which is down 11 dollars an ounce. The palladium price palladium is down 12 dollars to 1398, and platinum is up 16 dollars to 1033. Okay, let's have a look at the oil price. Well, price interests me because uh, the new OPEC plus pronouncements over the weekend, which I found quite interesting. But anyway, i will come to that later. West Texas crude $73.05 per barrel, up 1.8%. Brent crude oil 77.56, which is up one and two-thirds percent. Elsewhere, we've got natural gas up one and a third percent, a week down nearly two percent, which is strange. Our coal prices have fallen 2.4%. And so it goes on. Bitcoin has had a bit of a, t- a torrid time because of uh, Coinbase and Binance. But it's up today by 2%. $26,590, let us call it. US 10-year Treasury bond, that's 3.78% actually. It's about 8 basis points higher for some reason. The South African 10-year, maybe it's the all press, The South African 10-year, 10.93%, which is down 3.5 basis points. And S&P 500 futures, went point above 4,300. Uh, yesterday, now 42.86, which has barely changed, us down very slightly. So interesting markets uh, in, in what is coming up to mid-June, Skulk?
1: Yeah, uh, we, we, we're approaching the halfway mark um we we sort of well when i say we i think the world survived may yes um south africa didn't necessarily survive it as well but yeah we survived may and um we we, we survived the, the, the first let's call it the q1 reporting season coming from the s&p 500 with with let's call it 75 of the companies beating expectations so that's a that's a i would say a, a good start and i think markets are now you know, sort of looking at, at the Fed's response. I mean, that's what we're seeing here. I mean, you just mentioned yeah. it. I mean, uh, when you look at the 10-year, um, th- that, you know, er, when we look at the Fed futures, you know, originally we we saw uh, that's this is it. I don't think we'll see any further rate hikes uh, with possible declines in, in the Fed. Fed uh, you know, firstly, I think two months ago, we saw it in July. Now we're looking at about September, November-ish. But it seems, and after... Um, you know, some Fed officials uh, two days ago um, sort of came out and said, "Well, you know what? I think we might just see—we won't see a—a—we uh, might not see that uh, that uh, rate hike in June, but a further quarter of a percent is is possible for for July, and then from there on, we'll, we'll, it, we'll the see how it. it goes. Yeah, exactly. We'll see how it goes." So, so I think this is the reaction that you you're talking about. When you look at the 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 the, um, the bond yields, slight slight increase there. We also saw yesterday after after the expectation would change. We saw the dollar in, get it improved, but today dollar slightly down again so i still think it's too early to call the, the declines i think we need the declines but after the job numbers we've seen on friday coming out of the u.s i think they won't be in a rush i don't think so so let's see if if the actual september november ish uh, declines um, actually start i would i would i would I wanna. I don't know. If we're gonna do a bet again, Lindsay, But I think. I think we're gonna only. He didn't pay though. you the
0: last one. So why would I bet with you?
1: Oh yes, I did. We can have this thing off air, But I distinctly remember buying Zamalek, and. Um, yeah, I think you mean a case of black label beer
0: it. when I was in South yeah. Africa. Yeah, or you delivered it to to my colleague at uh, Fine Music Radio. Yeah, I remember that. But we, we 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 can discuss this. There's just obviously yeah. a little something's been lost in translation here. I don't remember that. But anyway, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but 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 do you do you actually see the fit? Decreasing or start their declining? No, price. no,
0: they can't. they can't. This year, they can't. At I the don't see when, that. They, when they get to inflation, is what in the states at the moment? So it's 5.1% or 5% or something. What is it? Mm. A CPI inflation. I still think there are pressures on the upside, and they don't want to suddenly say, okay, rates are it's all over. Let's cut rates or oh, let's well, stabilize. Let's get it under control, get it down to three and a half, four 4%, and then we can have a look at it. So, yes, I agree with you. I don't see them cutting at all. Okay, on the JSC today, on the upside, I've got Tungela, which has been beaten up recently. Uh, up six and a third percent. Pick and pay which has been hammered, not just recently, <laughs> but way, way back, up nearly 6%. And this is interesting. Pick and pay up nearly 6%. ShopRite up nearly 5%. Spa up nearly 5% as well. So somebody has said, okay, we like retailers. And there's been a retail basket going through the market, Scal. Can mm. you tell us a little bit about the basket trading? People just say, I want retailers, and they press the button. Is that how it works?
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty much you just summed it up. I mean, you, we we were talking about a, a decline in the rand today, or improvement or improvement in the in, in the rand yes. rand today, uh, and and suddenly people say, well, if we see improvement in 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 the rand, this might be the end, you know, of, of interest rate hikes for South Africa. If this is the end of, of interest rate hikes, this could be very very good for the consumer, and uh, we're better to find. We just but we were just talking about people changing their buying habits from from fresh meat to canned. Canned food, yes. purely because they 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 the budgets are under under, under big distress. Uh, yeah, that's just uh, it's a, it's I think it's just a bulk trade. It's literally just saying well. What do we have? We've got Pick and Pay. We've got uh, we've got Spar. We've got Shoprite. Just go and buy them. Even you know, this game. I mean, there's there's a lot of these companies. Just go and buy them. Very uh, good.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah, you've got a sandwich. I've got five uh, top stocks. Uh, the upper crust of the sandwich is Tungela. Uh, the bottom is Kumba Iron Ore. And in the middle, you've got the uh, the the three retailers: Pick and Pay, Shoprite, and Spar. So it's a very interesting sandwich you've got there on the upside. On the downside, Industrial REIT down 3.2 percent. Quilter down 3 percent. What is that company? Shake Shakespeare Capital or something uh, down 2.8%, and MC Group down 2.6%. Any stocks outside of those, Scalp, that caught your PSGI?
1: No, no, I think yeah, we've, we've, we've covered them all. I think, uh, you know, as I mentioned, pretty pretty solid day for the, for the s and companies, a pretty solid day for the JSE.
0: Very good. Give us the closing indices, please.
1: So uh, let's just bring that up. So JSE All Share closed today at seventy-seven thousand one hundred and twenty-six points. That is up 037 percent. Resources were, you know, the you know, at a solid, solid day one point oh two percent up. While the the financials up one point four one percent. I mean that was sort of expected when you look at the rent. Um industrials being as exposed to, to, to you know offshore, you know, we're talking about Naspas Process, Richmond, that was expected with stronger rent to be negative. It was point three eight percent down. And uh yeah, property stocks I, I would thought uh would, would be you know, a lot more positive. Down 0.8 for today. Volume traded on day, not a bad day. Not uh, not not shooting out the lights, but definitely not uh, uh, small volume. 21.5 billion traded for for today. So, in short, not a not a not a bad day. When we look at the West, currently S and P 500 unchanged. 500, uh, Unchanged, fourteen basis points. Uh, Dow Jones actually positive, only slightly, but still uh, they'll take it. And uh, Nasdaq, Nasdaq, that is down point five percent. That's another area where I do think um, I would I would start looking to do some bargain hunting. Um, your typical value stocks relative against your growth stocks. We've seen uh, over the past, let's call it month, you know, U.S. reporting season, you know, with all these tech stocks. Making a massive, massive comeback is that uh, this, the 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 value stocks seriously, seriously lagged. Uh, when I see a day like today, where we've got the Nasdaq, you know, down half a percent, while the Dow Jones is up uh, twenty basis points, just giving me, me an idea, or just giving me a view that uh, the. The, the value stocks are making a bit of a comeback. I'd so love to have
0: one. you. Uh, I'd love to have a chat with you about uh, Apple's uh, big bet on augmented reality, where they're going to be selling something in the new year mm. for three and a half thousand a headset for three and a half oh, thousand, man. and it, it'll go down to a thousand or fifteen hundred after about six months to a year, I'm sure. Do we really want that? Do people really want that? I'm starting to think that Meta's bet on whatever it bet on, I can't remember now what it, what it was, but the augmented reality. Uh, launched by uh, by Tim Cook a couple of nights ago. I don't know if people really uh, really want this. How much more distractions do we need in our lives? It's a very important point because I know I don't need it but then I'm a, I'm not uh, I'm not the target market. Maybe you are, Skull, I don't know. Just briefly tell me about that.
1: 70,000 rand. Well, okay, let's let's I'm I'm rounding up. But but we're talking about 65,000 rand. For a pair of goggles that looks like diving goggles. Yes. I mean, and and in the in the in the launch, they're actually you know at one stage we've got a a um, you know one person speaking to another person, and one person's got the the goggles on the other one, um, mm-hmm. don't. And 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 you the the whole uh, ad is make it sound like this is totally normal. I mean, you. you you're not looking weird. You don't look like you know somebody that's supposed to be twenty thousand leagues under the sea. Uh, I mean, but I mean, I, I think I think the 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 idea is 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 a strong. I know there's been a proper proper positive feedback. I mean, when you look at the quality of the chip, when you look at the quality of, of of the view. I mean, you don't need a a big screen anymore to go and buy a very expensive you know big screen. Yes, it won't cost you six. Or sixty or seventy thousand rand a big screen, but to buy a big screen, try and find a in you know, a wall to put it up. Now suddenly you can go sit on any, any, any plane, airplane, uh, any, any couch, and you just watch. But watch you, movies. you come home. I
0: mean, say that your your um, wife, for example, is is taking the kids to a parent, a teachers' association meeting, and she comes home, and you've got goggles on. What is that? <laughs> No, You're man. destroying I mean, I, the destroying the beauty of humanity by having these things there. I'm rebelling against these things. I'm sorry, Scalp but then again, that's me. I'm in a different generation.
1: I I, I totally agree. I'm, well, I will I will also not buy buy this. I mean because I mean I don't know if you've seen that they've got the FaceTime. Where, where, and I thought, how's this going to work? You, you have mm. the FaceTime, but you can see the person, if the person can't see. It. And then later in the, in the launch, they were like, no, no, no. This uh, let's call it device. It's got little cameras all over, and it picks up the what your face looks like. So if you've got you know red lipstick on, it's going to have that red lipstick. <laughs> but it takes the so the, the the view that the person has got that's Facetiming you, it, it, it's looking at an AI generated version of you. It's not mm. you. No. You're not sitting there with the goggles. You're you're sitting there with the goggles, but but that person is speaking to an AI-generated version of you. Man, this is just weird. And and it besides the fact that it look yeah. damn damn weird. Again, seventy thousand rand. Sorry, it's uh, oh, I've got
0: better. Uh, to do um, yeah, exactly. It's it's now becoming too much. And I much prefer sitting across a, a, a bar with you with your normal red lipstick on. That's mm. exactly what I want. I don't need any <laughs> n- augmented lipstick reality for skull. skulk. Thank you very much for your time, as always. Skullclo is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town, and that was the five o'clock shadow. (laughs) The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position, or